Hey y'all, welcome to First the Podcast with Matthew and Madison Barrett. We're so happy you're joining us. Every week, we're going to be sitting down with our friends and family to talk about navigating life. We've quickly learned that no one has it figured out and we're all just doing our best. We're having conversations and hearing stories about things that we both wished we would have heard when we were going through our very own first. So grab your coffee and let's get into this week's episode of First. Hey, Jessica. Hey. (laughs) Okay, well, we've already been chatting with Jessica before we turned on the mics, so we're going to have to follow up on some of the things we've already spoken about. But do you want to introduce yourself? I obviously know who you are, but who you are... All the things. things. Yes. Yeah. So I'm Jessica Hicks Robinson, depending on who you ask. (laughs) I still have to change my last name. Um, But I've been friends with Matthew for 15 years, over 15 years now. I did the math earlier. It's crazy. Um, I am a wife and I'm a new mom and a friend to many and, you know, a daughter. Granddaughter, sister, sister. <laughs> all the things, all of all of those things, a cousin, yeah, all of that, um, a godmom. Wow. Um, Many words to describe. Yes, you. all the family things. <laughs> um, more recently, I was an optician, and my husband is an optometrist. So, but currently not working since I just had a baby. Yeah. But um, yeah, but friends with Matthew forever. Yeah. First time meeting Madison, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. After. All this time knowing Matthew, but yeah. and here we are. I haven't seen each other in five years. Yes. Since she got married and moved. Yes. Right after she got married. Yeah. <laughs> so we're having a little reunion. Yes. Yeah. But we we had a lot to catch up on and Jessica is gonna talk a lot about her moving away journey and moving back home um journey, but we can just relate because we've just gone through that too. Mm-hmm. Um we weren't gone as long as you, but we went through the same sort of feelings and thoughts. Right. Um, so I guess, do you want to tell us kind of when you moved away from home, why y'all moved away, the timeline of that? Yes. So um, in August of 2018, my husband and I got married, and then we moved to Memphis, Tennessee, um, so that he could attend optometry school there at the Southern College of Optometry, um, which is a great school, by the way, if there's any future optometrists listening. Um, so we moved there in August, and then we moved back after he graduated, um, and that was May of 2022. So we were there about four years with a brief stint in Atlanta, Georgia, for one of his rotations. So I that was kind of that. the start. <laughs> we were supposed to see you when we came to Atlanta one time. <gasps> That's right. And car broke down, and oh, that shoot, was, that was really so traumatizing. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, our car broke down and then we had to get a Uber back to our Airbnb and then we had to get an Uber to the airport to get our a rental car to drive mm-hmm. back to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And then we had to come back a couple weeks later to get our car. It was a lot. Yeah. But we got broke down the first time in a parking deck and we were like, oh my God, how do we get out of the parking deck? <laughs> and so we just like prayed, like, please get, just start to get us out of the parking deck. And so we got out and we got on the highway. We're like, we'll, we'll just try to get to the Airbnb so quick. And the car literally started flashing. It was like, pull over, car is about to shut off. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so hey, at least it warned you. I know. Yeah. It was nice. No, oh, jeez. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, go, why did y'all have to go to Atlanta? For a brief stint and then do y'all still have your place in memphis like what was um so basically he had to do a rotation um now in theory it could have been in memphis but basically for any kind of medical school so um 
you know, if you go for an MD, you have to do residency, right? Mm -hmm. So in optometry school, it's slightly different. So it's similar to a residency, but not paid. <laughs> it's still part of the program. Um, so the last year of optometry school, you go to a private practice and you go to a um, uh, more of like a, I don't know quite how to describe, but like a company, yeah. basically. I'm losing the word <laughs> but anyway so a bigger facility um and then you also have to do a rotation at the school so that they can keep their clinic open and service people in memphis so um we spent about four months in atlanta for that reason and the rest of the time we were in memphis still so we moved out of our apartment um the summer before he graduated and then we were living with friends that year so we had a friend in atlanta who was kind enough to let us stay with him and his parents um and then yeah they were really nice and then we also lived with friends uh when we went back to memphis who had a house okay. so there was like multiple of us in this house it was a fun experience but it's was, a lot of us though all nathan's friends like guys that were in the doing optometry school yes and no girlfriends down there yeah so um the friends that we lived with in the last few months when we were there um so we lived with our friend drew who was at the optometry school as well and then also riley so they were both students with nathan but riley was also married and his wife elise and i became really really good friends okay, throughout good. the process yeah <laughs> like you just hanging with all the guys no like, but it was like that at first okay yeah it, it was definitely hard for me to make uh, connections and friendships yeah. since I wasn't the one in school I was working all the time yeah. Yeah. so it took a while but um she was one of the few people that I ended up being really close with and uh she they also just had a baby Aww. so <laughs> so we've been able to still keep in touch and be able to keep that connection and relate to each other yeah that's good I want to can I rewind yeah. a little bit what were you feeling like after you got married and then you're getting ready to move? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Was it just like, we have to do this, so we're going to do it? Or like, what was the feeling when you're getting ready to move? Yeah, so obviously I'm going to talk about my experience, yeah. but I also want to make it relatable to people who aren't married, who are going off to college, for yeah. example, or just moving away. Um, so it, yeah, it was definitely anxiety inducing because first of all, it was my first time moving away from home in general but also Same. being in a totally new place where you don't know anybody which is hard for anyone because yeah. um, it's an adjustment right so I was pretty anxious um, obviously I love my husband I was excited to get married because yeah. you know but we were also younger getting married we were 22 23 so that's not as common these days so that was also hard because when we first got to Memphis um most of the people aren't married yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like you're the odd person out in that situation so it was definitely an adjustment but um but I was I was excited in the sense that it was pushing me to do something different yeah and I was not good about getting out of my comfort zone at all at that time in my life so this was terrifying but there was a little bit of excitement but if I'm being honest it was mostly just really really difficult at first yeah. for me so, um, but I think that's how a lot of people feel, mm -hmm. you know, and if you're going to college for the first time, if you're moving away, you know, you got to start fresh in your own way and make new friends and yeah. 
Thankfully, in college, it's, I think, slightly easier situation than if you're just moving away to a new city in general, because at least you have, you know, you have your classes, and um, there's different activities you can get involved in and whatnot, whereas me, I just went from living at home and had my routine. At the time I was in school, I was working, and then I had to completely start a new life, so he would be in class all day and he's trying to make friends and he's doing his thing and I'd be either alone um, or looking for a job. Yeah. So <laughs> this is literally <laughs> so relatable to yeah. me yeah. because that, I mean, y'all have already heard Madison and I talk, but that was literally me. First time moving away and moving out. We go to Alabama. Madison's working all the time and I'm sitting at the apartment looking for jobs or just being alone. Right. Thinking about how I'm alone. Yeah, it, it definitely makes your husband on the podcast. I mean, your husband. Oh yeah, I know. It's it definitely pushes you to learn how to be comfortable with yourself when you're yeah. in that situation. Yeah. So I definitely had to <laughs> find things to fill the time that I enjoyed, and yeah. so it definitely made me explore. Yeah. What do I even like? I don't know because mm-hmm. I'm so used to seeing people and getting out, and yeah. now I'm in the apartment all the time. I leave the desk <laughs> when I moved. I remember we texted a lot because she had already gone through these emotions and things and I was doing it a couple of years after her. So mm-hmm. Jessica and I, our lives are kind of parallel. Like we're yeah. always in the same season, but not really like always like super close, like right. talking every day, but our lives just somehow sync up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We seem to go through similar experiences, if not the same yeah. through our whole, yeah. literally our whole yeah. life has been very similar, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. So all these years later, it's still syncing up down to the coffee order, yeah. which is so funny. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Jessica, we're going to get you Starbucks. What's your order? And we used to always get the same thing. But, you know, people's orders change over time, as mine has. And she's like, I want a, the um, oatmeal, brown sugar, espresso drink from Starbucks. I'm like, that's my favorite order now, too. So, yeah. Yes. So funny. Uh, when we work cool. together, we would always get the same yes. drink. I'm Every like, time. Like, yeah. Oh, well, we work together at American Eagle. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, all right, Jessica, we got to go get coffee. Right. <laughs> and we would just walk and go get our coffee. And it was. It made it easy because we yeah. knew what the order yeah. was. Yeah. So, and I'm it sure still that. is, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, y'all get there mm-hmm. to Memphis to get us back on the rails. Y'all right. get to Memphis. And so, you're kind of, you're looking for jobs, mm-hmm. going through all the emotions. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? you got a job, like, what's the situation? Yeah, so um, it, it was kind of chaotic. Um, originally, I was going to stay with American Eagle because I was still with them when we got married and moved away. Yeah. So the plan originally was I was going to transfer to a store there because I was, it was talked about that I was going to be promoted, but I was getting married and moving, and I was very yeah. transparent about it. Yeah. I didn't want anyone to give me an opportunity and then me move right away. Yeah. Um, I didn't want anyone to miss out on that. So. I was really honest about that. And then it was, the conversation was like, okay, well, you know, if something opens up in that area, then you can talk to that district manager and, you know, go from there. Um, So I get there and uh, I don't want to like necessarily throw them under the bus, but the manager specifically, so not the company, um, would not get back to me. So it it took me a whole month just to even get in touch with her when it was supposed to be a transfer situation. Um, When I finally got there, they were like, oh, we don't have any positions, so we'll have to demote you. And I was like, okay, um, I don't think that's going to work because now I have to pay the bills to support my husband. (laughs) So I can't afford to do that. Um, But I appreciate it. 
Thank you. I guess. Thank you. Yeah. For getting back to me. Right. A month later. So she, I don't know what was going on with her life, but it just was not the best situation with this particular manager. Um, so I was like, okay, I need to find something a little more stable. And my parents actually had a kind of like a sidestep connection with someone who lived in Memphis. So someone my dad worked with, his college roommate lived in Memphis Mm -hmm. and they had a doggy daycare center that they owned. And they were like, Hey, you know, if you're trying to find something in the meantime to get you by, you know, we'd be happy to have you on board. So I briefly worked there and I'm super grateful for them for giving me that opportunity so that we could pay the bills (laughs) um, while I tried to figure out what I was going to do. After that, which that lasted about six months, I want to say. That's so, so kind. Yeah. Just give you something, knowing Imagine. that it was just for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They definitely, I think, would have kept me on mm-hmm. <laughs> if I <laughs> if, wanted if I wanted to. Yeah. But I think they knew that it wasn't going to be long term. And I tried to be transparent about that, too. So yeah. um, then I ended up working at an optometrist office that was local in the area, mm-hmm. um, which was great because it gave me a lot of experience in the field since Nathan and I had talked about maybe me helping him with his business down the road. And um, it gave us something to also relate to each other with oh, because definitely. before that, I I didn't know what he was talking about ever. Anytime he talked about eyeballs, I yeah. had no interest or knowledge in it. And and that was also hard because the friends he did make, that's what they're talking about, right? Yeah. Is they're talking about their education and their experience. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, hey, I have nothing to say to this. Yes. So so it was um it was good. It was a hard job, I'm not gonna lie to you, but I'm grateful for the experience altogether. So I did yeah. that until we moved, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so, this was okay. a long time. <laughs> yeah. So then he finishes school, mm-hmm. and y'all, y'all knew all along, like, the plan was to move back, back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to work for his dad's practice okay. and potentially grow it um, and change things. So we're still kind of in the process of figuring out what he wants to do about that. Yeah. Um, so he is working for different doctors right now, trying to plan that. I'm just yeah. being supportive of yeah. whatever he wants to do. Yeah. So that's just kind of been our dynamic this whole time yeah. in our relationship. I'm so just how was it? So you're like super leading up to coming home probably that last like year, you're like, okay, we just gotta make it through. Mm-hmm. Like were you just so excited? Like you just wanted to get home? Yes. Or did you start to fall into like, oh I'm okay in Memphis? It's funny because that whole time we were in Memphis, I always missed home. I'm definitely more of a homebody type. Like, we're very close with our families, just like you are. Um, And that was my biggest struggle being away, I think, was just not having my regular support system there readily available. Mm -hmm. Um, So that whole last year, I was very much just looking at the end goal and just pushing through. I was very excited to come back home, and I was ready to move on to the next step. And then after we had moved back home... Uh, took a few months, but then I was like, man, I actually kind of miss our life in Memphis. Uh I never thought I would say that, but Mm -hmm. because it was hard, but now I look back, I'm like, I miss those friendships that we had there. And I had my little spots, like my local coffee shop I went to all the time. And I had my routine and, you know, we had our spaces that we enjoyed visiting. And so it was definitely um, interesting when that switched (laughs) over because I really didn't think it would happen. So I do kind of miss our life there, you know, in a lot of ways, but at the same time, I'm also happy to be 
back no. home at the same time. Yeah. I think that's kind of a weird going through. How long have y'all been home now? Um, not quite a year, just okay. under a year. Yeah. yeah. So we're only a month and a half, two months into I was, this. I was driving on the highway on my way out and I was already <laughs> missing it. I know. But we're, I think we're experiencing that too. Cause it's mm -hmm. like, want to get home, want to get home. That's all that was ever on my mind mm -hmm. for, I mean, we were there two years. So I guess the whole second year, like, I'm just like, how are we going to get home? Mm -hmm. like, whatever. And then it finally happens. And then I'm like, well, there are parts I miss. Mm -hmm. Like, I did miss our independence a little bit more. Because then you move back and we're staying with my grandma. So grateful. Like, mm -hmm. so, so grateful. And love her. And it's great. But it's just not the same as coming home after a long day of work and just being the two of us. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like I need to tell her, like, oh, we're going to dinner after work. Or just check a third, uh, somebody to check in with. And mm -hmm. she's not requiring that. But it's just, like, right. weird having somebody else. Yeah. I think with. right I think yeah. that's hard for a lot of college students too so like my brother goes to University of Pittsburgh yeah. and he says you know when he comes home it can be kind of weird because he's used to having that independence like you say yeah. um, and he's used to having his own life and his old routines and what he wants to do and when you're back with family especially if you're living with family but even if you're not having to maintain you know okay when Am I going to see you? What are you yeah, up yeah. to? What's going on? And yes. checking in. And it's a lot. So you don't even have to be living with family for yeah. it to be the case. You That's could be, so yeah, we're 30 minutes from his parents and it's still like that with well, his parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, we get dinner tonight after work. Right. It just throws you off because right. we were used to just being the two of us mm -hmm. and we made all the decisions, all the plans of what we wanted to do. Right. And so then it's like, well, we moved home because we want to be with our family. Right. And we do want to see them. And we also need to prioritize ourselves. Like, right. It doesn't need to be all the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, it's but definitely it's adjustment of boundaries yes. and, you know, yeah. making sure that you're spending time with you. And even if you're not in a couple, right, like my brother yeah. says, you know, he wants to be able to go see his friends. and But he also wants to spend time with family. But it doesn't yeah. need to all be family, right? Or he wants to go do his own thing and yeah. have a breather. So, yeah. And I think a college students experience that when they move back home after being in college. Like, because mm -hmm. I know um, I was talking with students at Alabama that mm -hmm. were seniors, and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing when I graduate. Like, mm -hmm. do I have to move back into my parents' house and, like, <laughs> answer to them again? Mm -hmm. Or am I finding something in a different city? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's a tough thing to navigate. I right. Just, but I think having boundaries and knowing, like, you got to prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm. And then how other people fit into the equation. Because mm -hmm. different seasons of life, you need different boundaries. Right. Like, they're, they're ever-changing, I think. Right. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about marriage. Yeah. Because y'all were newly married and moved. Mm -hmm. And we were engaged and then newly married when right. we first moved. Same just. So it's all the same. Mm -hmm. How How is that for y'all? I mean, we can be transparent yeah. to the extent you want to be. But, like, newly married and taking on this whole new adventure, and you're going through a lot of emotions because you need to find a job. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was feeling, we were in the same situation. I was feeling, like, what's my purpose? Like, whatever. But I'm also, like, really happy newly married, like, loving my life. Like, it was so many emotions going right. on. And at times it could be difficult. <laughs> like oh, uh, it, for sure experience please, like, will you please say that it's not I will <laughs> oh no I will I will be a hundred percent honest um 
Nathan would be the same way if he was here right now. So, yeah. So here's here's the thing. We oh for sure yeah. yeah we would definitely do that. So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> love my husband. I've said that before, but it was the hardest time of my life. Yeah. And obviously, part of that was just being away and being alone a lot of the time because that was our situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, just <laughs> you're when you're newly married, as you know, you're trying to figure each other out because you're with each other all the time now right so you're sharing finances well most of the time most people um you're sharing your space and there's not really a lot of alone time anymore (laughs) it's which is also you don't realize how much you need that until Mm -hmm. you're not getting it Mm -hmm. um but also he was really stressed out because he's you know, in optometry school, it's not an easy thing to do by any means. He's trying to make friends. He's dealing with tests and classes and practicals and all these things, um, which I obviously understood was really hard for him. But it was also hard for me because I'm trying to provide for the two of us. I'm trying to figure out the work situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have a degree. So a lot of the jobs where we were in Memphis um, were mostly hospital jobs. So Mm -hmm. medical care. So I didn't have, you know, any certifications or experience in that field. So it was really hard finding a job in general in that area at the time. It could be different now after the pandemic, but (laughs) 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 But at the time, you know, those were really the only jobs that were available other than fast food. And I just was not going to fast food because that was a huge downgrade from what I had done. So I really was trying to avoid that. I mean, I can't do the food industry anyway. I mean, I've done really all the main industries except for like hospitality. I've never worked in a hotel or anything like that. But um, yeah, so I was really depressed and I have a history of depression. So I was really, really struggling. Mm -hmm. Didn't have friends. Um, Even the friends back home, I don't know if you guys experienced this, but it felt like people weren't staying in touch with me. It was hard to communicate. And I realized that it's so much harder to maintain friendships when you don't live in the same area because people are so used to seeing you and being like, oh, let's get lunch or whatever, as opposed to, hey, I need to talk on the phone with you. You know, hey, can you text me back? Like, I'm really upset and I need to talk. And um, it's just not the same. So then I wasn't having those same friendship dynamics either. So it was very difficult. And we fought a lot in the first six months because we were both stressed. We're both full of anxiety. We didn't have any outlets at the time. You know, we didn't really have opportunities for alone time either or to like go see friends. So it was rough. It was rough. I don't think anyone really prepares you. I mean, not everyone gets married and moves away at the same time. So that's That's maybe specific to my, our marriage and your marriage. Right. Um, But Anyone that does the whole moving out to live with someone for the first time and mm-hmm. that's like your spouse or who you're engaged to or right. dating, I don't think anyone tells you how hard that's going to be. Yeah. Or even a college student that moves in with a roommate. Like no one told mm-hmm. you the first time you move out. Like Jessica and I just didn't have those experiences because right. we didn't go away to school. Right. Um, but literally both of our first time moving out was moving in with the person we're either getting married to or married to. Mm-hmm. And so that's my first time having to share space. Right. Like all, Sharing all space is hard. Part. 
And then, and then you're like, oh, well, maybe I need my alone time. But then you're alone all day because the other person is working. Right. And then you're, like, feeling, like, down on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they get home and they're stressed because she was starting, Madison was starting a new job. Mm-hmm. He's starting school. And so it's just, like, everything is just chaotic and hard yeah. and mm-hmm. stressful. Right. And no one explained, no one says that. Yeah. And I remember feeling like, okay, I understand you had a bad day, but I did too. And I want to have a chance to have a bad day. Right. Can we just hold it together for like 10 minutes? Right. I can be in a bad mood. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard to like Mm -hmm. respect what the other person's going through. But then like, I need support too. Who's going to give us the support that we feel like we need? Yeah. And then I felt the same thing. Like friends and I, ties were cut. I mean, I moved away and it's like, hello. Mm -hmm. Where is everyone? Like. (laughs) I would text people, and I'm like, why are you not texting me back? Like, yeah. Like, I it's mean, I so funny how that switch person, happens. I mean, I'm not going to name names, and I'm, this person doesn't listen to the podcast, I'm sure, because we're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like someone that I've been friends with for eight years, mm-hmm. we used to text. Yes, we worked together and saw each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Why Why can't you return text now? Like, yeah. what changed that just because I'm not in the day-to-day, mm-hmm. like, I thought we had a real friendship. I thought that about several people, like, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I get it. I'm not down the street. You don't have to see me anymore, but I'm going through something. Right. And I just want to feel like I have friends yeah. Yeah. like support. And then to the, and so then I was like, well, I need to be honest with, some people mm-hmm. so I, like tell my mom and then she's freaking out because she's like you're oh, depressed mm-hmm. and you're far away like oh my god I'm like yeah I am depressed and there's nothing you can do about it because there's no I'm here by myself mm-hmm. with Madison but she's at work right so yeah the unfortunate reality of yeah. adulthood is we have to figure it out yeah. right yeah. It, we're pushed to figure that out which is part of why I'm grateful for going through that as hard as it was it made me a stronger person because I had to learn to rely on myself a lot more and it's good to rely on others like don't get me wrong I'm not saying don't ask for help obviously do that you know make connections as much as you can whatnot but um it definitely made me more self-reflective and pushed me to work on myself more you know because when you're alone so much or you know even when you're trying to make new friendships and whatnot it really teaches you a lot about yourself right like you realize oh I'm not as outgoing as I thought I was and this is a lot harder to start a conversation with someone or you know so it it pushes you to do those things I think so I'm grateful for that it definitely made me a much stronger person but you know being married in that equation yeah, that's a really hard dynamic because marriage is hard no matter what, yeah. no matter if you move away, uh, no matter if you're living with family, whatever, you're trying to figure out each other's communication styles. And even if you, I mean, you two saw each other a lot over the years yeah. before you got married. Um, Nathan and I, we didn't have that, but that doesn't mean you guys didn't also have that issue that we had. Every marriage, I think, goes through that in the first year. When you see each other, whether it's a lot or not, mm-hmm. when you're now living with that person, it's just different. Right. And that is your person now. So you're taking on responsibility for, like, you are committing to, I'm watching out for you, you're watching out for me, mm-hmm. we're each other's person. Mm-hmm. So you have to take their feel, like, all their feelings and everything into account and every, no decisions just for yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if I feel like if I'm, like, just for example, like, I'm going to go 
to Starbucks every day. Well, maybe mm -hmm. I'm not anymore because that now affects two people's finances. Not exactly. So it's like even just little <laughs> that things. That was a like, fight we had at one yeah. point. <laughs> but it's like just little things like that that you don't even think about. Like mm -hmm. every single decision you make affects your marriage. So it's not just a one person. And I was talking yesterday actually to Madison's boss and I'm like, I love marriage. Mm -hmm. But we both said, like me and your boss and you, the amount of work you put into your marriage is what you're gonna get out of it right so people who act like it's just a breeze you're, no you're no <laughs> I, we definitely learned the hard way and you know so and neither nathan or i really had a traditional college experience yeah. but we were also still in our young 20s or mm -hmm. early 20s i mean mm -hmm. so that was <laughs> i think that was harder on him than it was for me because he's you know, wanting to go out and, oh, let's go to, you know, a bar and let's go do all these things. And I was the one who was more reluctant at the time, like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to go out. Um, so, you know, he's trying to have a good time. I'm getting frustrated because I'm not used to that. Yeah. And uh, so that was definitely <laughs> a conversation yeah. that we had multiple times in the first bit or he'd, you know, get invited to parties and we would go and um, most of the people wouldn't want to get to know me or wouldn't talk to me. I don't think it was a mean, purposeful thing. No. It just was, oh, this is this guy's wife. Yeah. You know, oh, we don't really have any way to relate to her. Um, and it was predominantly female at the school, which was interesting because I expected that would make it easier. It did not. <laughs> it definitely didn't. Um, so we definitely had those arguments, if I'm being frank, yeah. where we just couldn't seemed to line up on what we wanted to do. Um, wow. So even when we had free time together, it's just not the same. So we're trying to figure out, okay, well, where can we compromise? And we were not good about it the first while of marriage. It took us a long time, but part of that was us being young and yeah. not knowing what we were doing. And yeah. um, I didn't know how to cook anything. So I had to learn how to cook <laughs> because he'd be gone all day. Yeah. So he'd get home and it's like, what's for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. Let's get Chick-fil-A because I don't know how to cook. So yeah. I had to learn that too. Yeah. But, you know, now I'm the, one of the better cooks in the family. So, hey. Way to be resourceful. Thank you. <laughs> it took a while, but I did learn. Okay, well, anyways, now that y'all are back, like, what are, are there things that you're, like, so happy, like, do y'all see your family a lot? You're staying with your family. Oh, we see so, my family all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so, now, I mean, we have a one-month-old now, so yes. that obviously makes it a little different, too, because everybody wants to see the baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're trying to coordinate times with family members to come see her, but we are living with my family at the moment, um, which I'm very grateful for, and it's actually not so bad. I mean, it's hard being a married couple living with family, or with anyone, really. It was also hard living with friends. Yeah, I was thinking married. that when you were talking about that, I'm yeah. like, oh, wow, how's that? <laughs> yeah, and that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Like, it had its fun moments, but it was hard because we lived with another married couple, so um, neither one of us couples really got like time just to us because yeah. everybody's always around. Mm -hmm. And then we had our single friend, well, not single, he was dating someone, but not married, not engaged. Right. So, um, he would go back and forth to his girlfriend's place, but it'd be us two married couples not having time together. And then you've got our friend who'd be like, Hey, who wants to watch a movie with me? And not now. Right? Yeah. You're like, hey, <laughs> we're in a fight. Right? <laughs> it's like, this is going to be a really awkward couch right. situation. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be on one side. You're going to be in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, we, 
had to learn that boundary setting of when is it good to hang out and be around other people and <laughs> when do we need to try to just go on a date or yeah. just go to the park or something to get out just the two of us right. so um but yeah moving back home is good I like being able to be around family I will say full honesty the friendships it's a lot harder coming back because there were so many people who like I said just didn't keep in touch with us um you know just didn't really seem to be good about communicating so we're back and <clears throat> they're in a different you know part of life or they have their own friend groups and then we're like oh well we don't really fit into this dynamic yeah. anymore and the friendships we did make over the past few years, they're all in different states and cities. Right. So now, you know, we've been with them through this process. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a little bit of, it's getting a little bit easier now than yeah. it's been almost a year. But it was definitely more of a shock than I thought it was going to be moving back home. I thought it'd be way easier. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I can just, you know, call my friends and go to dinner now and whatnot. It was not like that at yeah. all. I feel like it's been hard, and it's only been two years that we were gone, but it was like, how do you catch up on two years' worth of conversation? Right. Like, we texted, yeah, like, hey, how are you? I miss you, but you you don't know what I did for work. I don't know what you're doing for work right now. What's your day-to-day -day look like? Like, just weird. And then you had that five years' worth of that to catch up on. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, oh, how do I even describe it? You know, you want to say that friendships are forever, right? And I definitely learned that was not the case. And friendships are just as much work as any other relationship. Yeah. I had to learn that the hard way because yeah. friendships were so easy for me. I felt like when I was home, uh, there was always opportunity to be around people. You're working at the same place forever. So you have those friendships. And then, yeah, you're starting completely over when you move away. Yeah, and then you come back and you're like, oh, they have different jobs now. They like, have their own you, relationships. Yeah, like, what are you, what is it, what are you doing now? Like, I don't know. I feel like I've become more guarded, like, yeah. in who I let in, if that makes sense. Like, and not, I don't want that to come across in, like, a really bad way, but just, there's people I'm, I will not let back in. Like, mm -hmm. people that have hurt me, and I don't, or I've been hurt by friendships mm -hmm. that did not last. And there's some that, it was just, like, like, you and I, for example, you had a lot going on, I had a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just hard to maintain. Right. But there's some people who just didn't want, didn't try at all. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I just feel like I got hurt mm -hmm. a lot. And so I'm not holding that against them. Like, I'm not going to hold a grudge or whatever. But going forward, who I let in is going to look a lot different. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be as open. Because I feel like I'm an open, like, oh, you want to be friends? Sure. Like, let's do whatever. So as I meet new people now, like even in my jobs, I'm like skeptical. And I feel like that sounds really bad, but it's just like I, I'm married now. Like I'm in, we're in different seasons, all of us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, who I let in now is going to look different too. Yeah. And who I let back in even. Like if someone reaches out to me, I'm like, do I want to be friends with them anymore? You know what I mean? Like they haven't talked to me in two years. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think the biggest thing is to try to remember that not everything is super personal yeah. and you know when you're an adult life changes pretty drastically I feel like so you know when you're in high school and you see same people all the time and you know let's say you're in a sport and you are constantly seeing these people and you got your games or I was in show choir so I had yeah. competitions and I was with the same group of people all the time mm -hmm. um then everybody moves on when you go to college or you know 
people go to college and you might not. You might stay yeah. home and go to community college or you might choose to do a trade job or, you know, work retail yeah. or whatever. Um, so, you know, that's already a hard transition on anybody, no. right? So, but you're also trying to figure out, okay, who am I really as a person? Like, you're being pushed in that way mm-hmm. no matter where you are. So, not every friendship is going to be maintainable, right? Yeah. Because everybody's focused on themselves for the most part. <laughs> and it makes it, I mean, just yeah, really yeah, that's so true. And yeah. it makes it really hard to try to remember to maintain communication with others who you're not actively around. Yeah. So, so we true. definitely learn that the hard way. And over time, you'll find people who are really good about yeah. it. And those are the friendships that really do last. Um, but it is hard. I mean, yeah. even if you're, you know, just at home and nothing changed for you, that doesn't mean doesn't change for other people. Exactly. And I'm trying to be intentional now about like my friends in Alabama mm-hmm. that I made like staying in contact with them. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to do to them. Like, I don't want to forget them because they got me through two yeah. years of life and are great people. And yeah. I want to maintain a lot of those. So now I'm balancing, like, how do I maintain that and try to readjust here? And so I think that's a difficult thing, too. Yeah. And I also think it's okay that not every friendship is deep. Yeah. That was something else I needed to learn. Not every friendship is going to be you know so much about this other person and you're doing all these things in life together and you have deep conversations. It's okay. It's okay to have temporary friendships. I mean, you're not going into it in that way. (laughs) It ends up becoming that right like we met a lot of great people in memphis that we were casual friends with and now we've moved on and and that's okay yeah you know it's it's totally fine to not be closer to talk about life and death and (laughs) marriage and the future and all of that that's okay yeah so i also try to remember that too that you know there's always going to be people in my corner that i am close to that are going to stay you know one way or another in my life um, and it's okay if some people come and go. Yeah. It's not personal. It's just, yeah. that's how life is. I'm sure I was that way with other people too without realizing it. Yeah. So that's how I try to remember it. And that's a good, that's a good outlook. We also talked about something else about moving home before we turned on the microphones earlier. Um, we I thought revisit this was, it. Yeah, we need to revisit it because I thought it was interesting. But one of the reasons Jessica was asking us why we moved home and I said that it got harder and harder, missed my family a lot. But the other thing was we like to travel and we could never, whenever, not that we couldn't travel, but whenever we had time off, we were traveling back from, we were traveling from Alabama back home to see our family. It wasn't even a question. It, it was like, we have time off. We got to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, cause we wanted to see our family so yeah. bad. So then that was one of the things that a, a switch flipped for me. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. We need to just live close to our family and see them and have them in our lives. And then when we get time off of work, we can travel and go see the world and do the fun things that we want to do, mm-hmm. not just be doing casual dinners with our family. Like we can do that on a random Tuesday if we live at home. So Jessica was talking about that's something that's they thought of or has been good for them too. Mm-hmm. So you counted the days that y'all actually did something like went on a vacation just y'all in yeah. five years of marriage. Five years of marriage, four days total vacation of just us truly just spending time together on vacation, no work, no school, not around family. Yeah. (laughs) And that was it. And two of those days were our honeymoon. We had a very short honeymoon because we had to move to Memphis very quickly for him to start school. Um, We 
I guess we're not the best at planning that (laughs) so that we have the time to go because we literally had to move within the week of getting married. So that was not really the best idea on our part, but it just kind of happened that way. But yeah, we had a, just a short weekend in New Orleans and which was fun. But it was such a short time that just the travel alone took up most of the time. We didn't even have time to really like sleep or adjust to anything. So, you know, we just went out to eat a few times and walked around and then we were back home. Yeah. So that was it. Um, But yeah, every opportunity we had, we were seeing family every single time. Um, Anytime he had a break and I could get off work for it. That's what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that. That was us too. And so then it made us think and we're like, yeah, really our honeymoon was the, which was also a three day, three day honeymoon mm-hmm. was also the only time that we had off from work and mm-hmm. traveled and yeah. it was not to see family. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause every other time it's been, family's been involved in some form or fashion. Yeah. yeah. So and I'm sure I mean, a lot of people who move away, it's the same thing, yeah. right? Um, especially college, college students. students. Because when they have a break, they're back home. Yeah. Uh, I think most of the time. Yeah. Now, they might do like a spring, spring break, break or yeah. something. My brother, for whatever reason, decided to go to Toronto for spring oh, break. Oh, wow. I don't know why he wanted to go somewhere cold. <laughs> okay. I mean, That's he had a great time. Yeah. So he's much better about making sure that he does something for him yeah. than... I ever was. Yeah, that's true. I kind of feel like the younger generation that kind of went through COVID younger is better about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like they realize like, Gotta oh, you can get do. stuck right. <laughs> and be quarantined to your house for a year or whatever. Right. So if I can go do something, I'm going to do it. I do think Gen Z is a little bit better about prioritizing you know, their mental health and yeah. what they want to do and mm-hmm. whatnot. I'm very envious of that. <laughs> Me too, because I don't. I just feel like we're not. They saw, us, they saw, like, no. yeah, they saw us go through anxiety and depression and <laughs> just fight through. And they're yeah. like, oh, we're not doing that. Well, we're right. going to take care of ourselves. Right. Yes. <laughs> so I, I genuinely think no matter what, especially if you're in a marriage, because you really need a vacation once in a while from all of the everyday stress and life. Oh. Um, but yeah, anybody I think really needs to try to prioritize having some kind of experience where they can go somewhere new or, you know, even if you do a staycation, that's fine yeah. too. Yeah. You know, just have some time to relax and not have to focus on all the everyday stuff. Yeah. I yeah. really didn't think it was that important. And now I'm just looking forward to when we yeah. <laughs> get a vacation yeah. and it's just us and family vacations are great, but it's also you know, when that's all you have is your everyday and then you're home and you're spending literally every minute is accounted for of, okay, I want to see this person and this person yeah. while I'm home and, you know, oh, my parents need help with this while I'm here and it definitely makes it uh, not so much a vacation. Yes. You know, <laughs> like it's great, but it's not the most relaxing thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so true. Yes. Well, how, how's being a new mom? Hard. You're the first mom we've had on... Our podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, we yeah. had a yeah. It's we've had a couple college students. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> well, I mean, I can talk about Nathan's experience. Yeah, all that, but I don't have so much <laughs> to talk about. But yeah, being a mom is great. It's hard. Yeah. I'm only a month in. So right, right. I don't have a ton of experience <laughs> yet, but yeah, I love my daughter. She's the sweetest. Her name's Eden. Wow. I just said that name yeah, the other day. Yeah. I was like, do I you know the name Eden? I think that's so pretty. I have a funny feeling it's going to become 
one of the names that's going to end up being, yeah. I don't know about trendy, but yeah. more popular. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was it's thinking when you said that, I was like, where'd you come up with that? Because I knew that was their daughter's the TikTok. name. Uh, well, I was oh, thinking, gosh. I didn't know because someone we work with, their last name was Eden. Oh, no. So I didn't know if you. Mm-hmm. Their last name is Eden? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. We had that name picked out pretty early in our relationship, actually. Um, I'm really glad we had a daughter because we could not agree on a boy name yeah. at all. And it was actually, like, we would argue about it <laughs> because we just could not be on the same well, page. Well, it made me so happy when I saw that you were pregnant because I knew, like, you've always wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And I knew you'd be good at it. Like, you've always, because you've had younger siblings and watched them. Like, I just knew you've always wanted to be a mom. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's amazing at yeah. the same time. Since y'all got married, has like kids have always been like it wasn't in a question that or y'all knew y'all had to wait until after the whole Memphis experience. Exactly. Yeah. So for us personally, we wanted to wait till we were back home. Yeah. Um, because, you know, number mm-hmm. one, he's in grad school and that's yeah. already intense as it is. Number two, we were on, you know, just one income at the time yeah. because I was the only one who could work because he's literally in school or seeing patients all the time. Yeah. Um, and we didn't like the idea of having a baby away from family, especially yeah. our first, because yeah. we didn't know how that experience was going to be. And, you know, obviously I had never been pregnant before, so I didn't know how difficult that was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want us to be in a situation where we were alone in that process. Um, and it's not like we had friends in the area who had been through that or were going through that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were other students who were married who would have kids, but no one that we were close to or really knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely wanted to wait till we were back home for sure. And we didn't necessarily plan it out. We just knew, okay, well at some point when we're back home, you know, we'll have that discussion. And then next thing we knew, we were like, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll see what happens. And a month later we find out we're, Having her, so <laughs> for us, yeah, unexpectedly. But I think the timing was really good, and I'm glad that we did that because we also had all that time to just ourselves yeah. and figure our marriage out and our communication styles and what we wanted for the future. And I think uh, if you can, it's really important to be just the two of you for a little while, at least. Yeah, yeah. at least because that first year is so hard. You're figuring each other out, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine being in the situation where I'm a newlywed and then I'm pregnant and we're yeah. trying to deal with all yeah. that. A lot of people do it. And Kudos I, to them. Yeah. I can't, I yeah. can't yeah. even imagine that. But cool. If you tough. can do it, yeah. do it. But I can't imagine the stress that yeah. would entail because I think just being married in the first year or so is tough enough on its own just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Added having a getting pregnant and having a kid on top of that, that has to be even more stressful. Yeah, because parenthood is no joke. I'm only a month in and I'm already sweating <laughs> <laughs> about it. Like, man, this is hard. This is harder than I even realized. Yeah. You just really don't understand the magnitude of it until you're in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that we had that time for just us. And even though, unfortunately, it was a really hard time with everything we had to deal yeah. with, it still was time we got to connect and you know be the two of us learn each other really well and then you know I think that made it easier on us at least we did end up having a baby so yeah I'm grateful for that for sure Mm -hmm. but we also love her yeah I'm gonna hold you there maybe she's here don't get me wrong I mean I'm just gonna throw it out there are y'all gonna have a big family or you think let's have a couple like 
You're one of those. So I don't always know. No, 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 I'm not asking what's next. I just remember yeah, I know. younger Jessica was like, I want a really big family. I know. I don't know how things have changed. Once you get married and like I the know. real world hits you, maybe she's like, mm, we're having what? Like, right. I'm not put, holding her no, to. No, I'm just joking. Calm down. <laughs> I will say, so right after having her, I looked at Nathan and said, she might be an only child. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a really difficult pregnancy. Uh-huh. I had a really difficult labor. Uh-huh. Um, delivery was the easiest part, which I was like, that's, that's insane. I thought that would be the hardest part. Right. Um, and then I had a rough start of postpartum. And mm-hmm. I looked at him and said, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> we always talked about having a big family. Yeah. With kids. Both yeah. him and I wanted that. <laughs> that was one of the things going into being married that we were like, oh, yeah, we're on the same page as this. You know, so that's great. And not everybody is, even when they get married. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I still want a big family. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to biologically have a big family. Hey, yeah, and that's fine, I've too. I've always yeah. wanted to adopt at least one child. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, I'm starting to warm back up to it now yeah. that she's been here a little bit. And now that you're a little bit removed from the labor, delivery, pregnancy of part of it. Right. And all of my friends who have had kids, they say, oh, you forget how hard it was. Yes. Like, you really do if it's been long enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. I just wonder. I, I still would love to have multiple kids. I'm yeah. just not sure if I want to get birth. <laughs> and that's fine we'll too. Later, exactly. I want her to be at least a couple years old before I breathe. Yeah. I do not yeah. want to do two under two like a lot of people I know. I know. That's hard. It's hard. It's hard to have one. Yeah, no, that's not the life for us. Yeah. <laughs> More power to anybody. I think like a four or five year in between <laughs> sounds ideal. But that's what we're used that's to. That's what we're used to. <laughs> Then you're never rid of the kids. Right. So my youngest sister is still in middle school. Yeah. And then I just had a baby. So that might be a little too big of a stretch. You do what's best for you. Yes. (laughs) We'll cross that bridge later on. Exactly. But I'm open to the idea. I'm just at the moment trying to focus on the new one. Exactly. That's so exciting. I feel like you've like talked about a lot of different topics and everything, but if you could like sum up everything we talked about the last few years of your life, Mm -hmm. what's something that's kind of gotten you through or like a takeaway that you would want to give to somebody else who's listening? Yeah. So one of the biggest things is you can do hard things, even when it doesn't feel like it, you really can. Because I told myself over and over again, over the years, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm struggling and I just, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. And every time I did. Yeah. And ended up becoming stronger for it. So it, a lot of times it doesn't feel like it in the moment, but you can get through it. You can deal with the difficult times. I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying it isn't hard, mm-hmm. but you can. And I tell myself that even now, especially when I was having a baby, I was like, oh, I can't do this. And then I've, had to keep reminding myself to reframe how I thought about it. Like, no, no, you can do hard things. You didn't think you could, you know, move away and be okay. And I did. And you didn't think that, you know, your marriage was going to work out and you're fighting all the time. Yeah. But then I did. Yeah. Um, granted, not everything works out for everybody. But yeah. generally speaking, you can move forward even when you're telling yourself that you can't. Yeah. So I just got chills when you said that. I'm like, this oh. is therapeutic for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, well, I mean, that was supposed to kind of be the end, and but, keep but I have a question about, mm-hmm. is there something, like, did you get yourself through everything, or is there something that, like, you relied on or gave you joy throughout 
all the change and hardships and anxiety, like all the hard things, like, is there something that you could remind yourself of or go to, like, or did you feel like you kind of were tough? Like, you are tough because you got through all the things, but like, what was, was there any sort of like thing that you could always look to? So, like, even if it was like going to my local coffee shop, like just, mm -hmm. like, was there always something that you were like, this gives me peace or like helps me feel better? Mm -hmm. So, yes and no. Um, I have to constantly remind myself and other people that you have to have more faith in yourself. I think that's the other big thing that I had to learn. Yeah. That I think is important for people to know. You have to have more faith in yourself. Um, I was not good about that for so long and I mean, I still have my moments, but I'm learning to be much better about it and much kinder to myself and more patient. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I didn't think I could do all those things. And then I did and I went back and I'm like, man, I made such a big deal of this. And yeah, it was really hard, but I could have made my life a little bit better if I just had a little more confidence in myself and faith mm -hmm. that I could do it. Mm -hmm. Um, now if you ask Nathan, so he also went through really difficult stuff. Obviously, we were in same boat, just on different sides of the coin, right? So um, Nathan is more spiritual than I am. So if you asked him, a lot of it is his faith. And for me, because I wasn't really spiritual at all when we got married, truthfully, um, it was more of the human condition, right? I was like, you know, People go through such horrible things every day that we don't even see. And yet, here they are. They're still trucking along. They're still doing it. So I really just kept reminding myself and pushing myself that um, I am not special. <laughs> right? Like, my situation is not the end of the world. This is not the worst thing happening to people. Just because it's hard on me, and that's okay to admit that you're struggling or going through a hard time, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it's the end yeah and I just kept basically taking it day by day essentially is mm -hmm. every day remind yourself try to be positive thinking as much as you can um so for me I was just kind of pushing myself and reminding myself constantly that there are people who have it way worse and still get through it yeah and you know it doesn't mean you have to look at it that way like oh you know somebody has it worse than me therefore I can't be upset or can't struggle like that's not true that's not true at all but it's just a reminder of, I can get through this. I can do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, even when it doesn't feel like it. And there's so many days that I had where I was just feeling defeated at the end of the day, but I still got up the next morning. And one thing I did every morning was I made my bed. And every morning I started off, at least I got one thing done. Yeah. I started it in the best way I could. I made myself a good cup of coffee. And, you know, no matter what happens today, at least I started as best as I could. Mm -hmm. That was kind of how... I went yeah. about it. That's really good. I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's good. You're going to see me making the bed tomorrow and then pour a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you My dad actually taught me that. He, it was some kind of speech. I can't remember who it was There's a book, too, about, it's called, like, Make Your Bed. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying everyone has to make their bed every morning to feel good. Or I'm going to try. <laughs> when I taught my class at, um, that I taught at the University of Alabama, we had to have a text 
not a textbook. We had to have a book associated with our class. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be anything. The class was very much, I could make it whatever I wanted. And that was my book. It's based off a speech by some admiral. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly So it. then he wrote a book. He put it into oh, book form. So I used we'll that. We'll gift it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, um, I have it. It's in storage right now. So when I get it out. In a few months. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I use that book as the framework for my class. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad so. showed me that speech after I graduated, and he was like, listen, I don't make my bed every morning. He said, I know that's hypocritical, but he said this speech is really great, and, you know, maybe you'll take something from it. And I didn't really care at first. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was 18. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I'm not making my bed. Yeah. yeah. I'm a mess. But now that I'm older, you know, it's one simple thing mm-hmm. that just helps me to feel more put together. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you know, if it's a crappy day, you get in your bed and it's so nicely made and you just feel mm-hmm. cozy. And Or that's how I... Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was a very small part of how I got through things was just trying to start every day on the best foot that I could. Because if I didn't, then I was already going into the day with a negative mindset. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. still something I'm working on today. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially yeah. as a newborn, I, I don't make the bed every day. <laughs> right, right. But I yeah. do try. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's good. That's the only way I really got through it for me, to be completely honest. Yeah. So everyone's different. that's but... good. Okay, I'm going to make the bed tomorrow. No, I am. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, <laughs> I need to have I'll something done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, we could do it together. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, to end this, when was the last time you did something for the first time, is what we ask everyone. <laughs> so we talked about before we started that, it's like, does giving birth count? I mean, that's not really what... That's yes, that's the, the, that is the best one we've had. I did give birth recently, and then before, <laughs> I genuinely tried to think of when the last time I did something new was before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I try new food all the time. But I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't count. Um, I learned how to play spike ball. Okay. Ooh, that's fun. fun. Which is like a fun backyard, like outdoorsy game. Our friends taught us that. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it at all. <laughs> not really for me. Um, but it, I mean, it's fun to do something with others. So that's yeah. It took so long for me to remember, but because that was at least a year ago. <laughs> okay, well, I think giving birth like it wins hands down. Yeah, that's, so that's the best I can think of. <laughs> and our next guest is podcast. gonna. There you go. Yes, our next guest is gonna have to try to figure out something else. So Other than yes, I don't. I don't know if that's. Gonna I don't happen. think they will. But <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just not good at trying new things. I'm getting better though. Yeah. <laughs> well. Thank you for sharing everything with us today and yeah. doing this. It was so good yeah, to catch up. all sorts of I know. topics. Yeah. So there's something for everyone here. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. No, there really is. There and really I'm is. even feeling encouraged. I, I am do hard too. Things. This was therapeutic oh. for me. <laughs> well, I was originally going to be a therapist, though. Yeah. May go back to Maybe it. Maybe you should yeah, be. I know. Okay. I could see I it. I think you have it in you. I mean... If I can do all that, I can do all things, you, right? Yes. yes. I, can, I can go back to school. Yes. Therapist, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you.